0: Hello and welcome to the slow home podcast Uh, this is episode number 77 and I'm very glad that you have joined me I'm Brooke McCallery and uh, this is our Monday episode so we're talking about our slow home experiments. Mm, yes.
1: How do you feel about that?
0: Oh, good. I feel like I feel fine. Um, it's been a really good experiment that I've enjoyed a lot. We've got like two more days after today, or including today, yeah, uh, of the official experiment. But I know I'll certainly keep it up. What about
1: you? <gasps> no, I don't think I will. Why? I find it too hard to. Speak. Fit in with everything else. Fair enough. I have enjoyed it when I, uh, look. When you say keep it up, do you mean do it every day?
0: No, not necessarily.
1: Okay. I definitely won't be doing it every day, but will I be doing it when I need to? Absolutely.
0: Okay. I think you need to you'd do it like, every day. You'd be like
1: <laughs> Ben. Go and meditate. I do, I, which I, you have done actually. Yes, You're quite good.
0: Like, yeah. I think you've had quite a stressful month work-wise like, it, just in terms of it being busy, which is part and parcel of working for yourself. Um, so I think that there's been times where I'm like you would absolutely benefit from this, but you've been kind of loath to give up the time. It's catch-22, isn't it? Yes.
1: When you're stressed, you probably need it more than anything and you, you don't realise. I don't have that self-awareness of, of when I need to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. You've said that a bit actually, yeah. but I think. But one of the things that I think it has helped me with it has been building on that self awareness. Like sometimes I, I, I am self aware. I think I'm quite a quite a self aware person, almost to a point of it being to my detriment. But uh, in terms of the way my brain works, this has been really helpful. This exercise, this practice, because I am becoming more aware of how easily my brain gets overwhelmed. Yeah. And I came to the realization and I, I'm not special. I think most people feel exactly the same, um, but you know, it's amazing to actually put it into you, like, into your own life and see how it impacts you. The other day I was meditating and I, like, I, I continue to try and make space like white space, even though I know that that's not necessarily the goal. I, I still try to empty things out to a certain degree and let go of the thoughts that are racing and I managed to do that for about five seconds and then like 50 thoughts just piled back into the void that I'd left. Yeah. And I realized that that's what brains do, you know, and I'm sure that there are people who are very good at meditation. who are able to just find that place of stillness or, you know, a complete peace. But man, that
1: feels a long way off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can definitely see that you still do it. And I think I will too. I'll keep the app on my phone. That, oh, that's um, good meditation app that we've been using so um, you, I or, know, or not I, I mean I haven't been really using it um, that's what I was going to say I, do, yeah.
0: I asked like last week you, you managed to have like maybe three sessions every I, second day what about this past I've, week
1: it's sort of the same if not less yeah uh, I've um I'm just not using the app I guess is is the thing I'd, I'd prefer to just sit quietly in my own thoughts but I do like the non- the non-led, the non-guided, med- non-guided yeah. guided meditation,
0: so you got there was a lot of encouragement for you after last week's episode. I think people could hear that you were a bit down and a bit like mm-hmm. frazzled and frustrated by the by the process, and a lot of people yeah came out in your uh, in your corner and, and said that they feel similarly. Mm-hmm. Um Emily, who we've had on the podcast before, she said it took her like, months to find. That rhythm to, to yeah. meditate daily, yeah. and she felt very similar to you for a very long time. And now she's a, a daily meditator, um, and someone who like, whose blog "Sit, Breathe, Meditate" like I read. She's she writes about the process of meditation and um, you know her her learnings from it. But yeah, you're not alone in that. I think a yeah. lot of people a lot of people struggle, and in the the group on Insight Timer, there's been quite a few uh, members saying that they might not have time to sit for 15, 20 minutes and do a guided meditation, but they might listen to the meditations while they're doing other things and they kind of feel bad about that. They're like, isn't that cheating? Mm. And uh, I think it was actually Emily who said it's – I guess the important thing is to ask yourself why you're doing this in the first place and is it to make yourself feel calmer or more present or is it to actually practice the like the, the meditation itself? And if it's to just feel calmer or more at peace, then – you know you do what works rather than what is prescribed to you
1: yeah what do they say about um a routine or a habit it takes two months to develop a habit and two days days to lose a habit or to get out of routine yeah yeah
0: so it's like that's why one of the pieces of advice that i try and stick with is if you you miss it
1: once don't like don't miss it twice exactly yeah I feel like I've missed it twice this week. Anyway.
0: Yeah. but it's, yeah, I don't want you to feel bad about it. It's an experiment. And like, they're not all going to work for, all, for no, us.
1: Absolutely. That's so, why we're doing them. Yeah. What about you? Are you going to do, the, do it every day?
0: Uh, I'd like to. I would like to. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do enjoy seeing on the Insight Timer app, like I'm up to 29 days in a row. Mm. I don't, like I'm far enough into it now that I don't want to miss a day and get That's back great. to one.
1: Yeah. I know that. I know <laughs> it's that, like the
0: really. gamification of meditation. Yeah. Which in and of itself is like it's that's, that's a really interesting kind of whole other conversation. Yeah. But I'll link to an article in the show notes that I shared on Facebook during the week, which is um, I think it was called "The Price of Mindfulness" or something like that, and talking about this whole industry that is springing up around mindfulness because people essentially want a quick fix; they don't want to have to work for it. Whereas the like the uh, the act of meditation is really to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and people will pay a lot of money to not be uncomfortable so there's this whole industry springing up around mindfulness none of which has its like its roots in a bad place but it's amazing to see how people are packaging up mindfulness and saying like here's the minimum viable amount of mindfulness you can practice in order to benefit whereas that's not to me that's not really the point but anyway I i will link to that um that article because there's definitely some food for thought in there but I've had a good week. I've had a couple of days where I haven't meditated in the morning. I've done it at night.
1: And what do you think the difference is there?
0: My headspace isn't as good. Like I don't know if it's like a placebo thing or if it's something that I'm kind of making up. But my patience is not nearly as, as apparent. And I'm just more frazzled. Like I feel like my I've got a shorter fuse. So for me, it's definitely a morning thing. It's well worth it getting up early even if I don't get up in time to do any yoga or anything like that even if it's just 10 minutes of that quiet sitting that, that and and not just sitting it's an actual meditation practice I think that that is my aim to keep that to keep that up that's great yeah that's it's helped me a great deal Now know if you can hear our elephant children
1: yeah. they are stomping <laughs> stomping around the house I mean, I do feel
0: like I sucked at this most of the time.
1: Really? And
0: I think I mentioned it in last week's, in in Thursday's episode. Like, I speak about it very enthusiastically, but I suck at it. Like, I'm not good at it. I'm not like this person who's just nailed it. Like, I'm really quite bad at it. And some days it's very frustrating. But I'm feeling the benefits enough to warrant going back and trying again. So I think um, for me that's an important point to – kind of put out there because I don't want anyone to think that I've just got like, yeah, nailed it. (laughs) I get this meditation thing. I'm not necessarily convinced that what I've been doing is like the best path for me in terms of just a silent meditation. Um, A a listener emailed me this list of all the different types of meditations a couple of weeks ago, and it was fascinating to see how many different practices of meditation there are. Like there's loving kindness and then there's – look, I'm not even going to pretend that I know what they are, but – it like there's there's options there.
1: Yeah.
0: So, um yeah, I will be interested to keep kind of researching again I think I mentioned again last week I'd be putting together a list of resources so they will be at slowyourhome.com/77 and that will list all the meditations, books and apps and websites that people have sent through to me over the past month and I think that would be a good place for people to start.
1: Start, yeah. Can I make an observation before we announce, well, we've already announced the next yep. uh, experiment, but we'll go into it a little bit more in a second. But um, I don't want this to sound like a bit of a pity party, but every single experiment we've done bar one, I think I've failed at. Mm. So, you know, the sugar. Yeah. Sugar and alcohol was the first one. Yeah. Did pretty well at that. Did Yoga, very well. second one. Yeah. Oh, did well, but I th- didn't do it every kind day. Kind of p- petered yeah, out towards it out. the end. Yeah, uh, journalis- yeah. journalism, <laughs> journaling, uh, hopeless. Yeah, and this one not great at all. So it's sort of weird, isn't it? But I guess I need to not think of it like that.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, look, I don't think you should think of it like that. And I also think that you're coming from a different place that than i am we've mentioned this before i've spent a lot of time like a lot of years immersed in this slow living mindfulness kind of space and you've been there and you've listened to me and you've kind of seen the changes but it's not been something you've been immersed in so
1: yeah
0: you know i think that that's perfectly awesome that you're you're doing what you are doing already and i think you've become a lot more attuned to yourself over the past few months as a result Thank you. I
1: just I needed to hear that.
0: Good. I'm glad I made you feel better.
1: All right. This next experiment, this next month of experiments, I'm going to excel at because I do it every day already.
0: <laughs> you got this one on lockdown. I
1: really do. It's um, the eight hour, eight hour sleep.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm. I'm very so what are the curious. the rules for the, this one? The rules are simply to do your absolute best to get eight hours sleep, of sleep every night for a month. And yeah. just see how that how that works for you. You know, I mean, I think that there is like a slight a spectrum on of sleep that people need. You know, some people need more than others, but eight hours is pretty. Much... I think
1: you will find this tougher than I will.
0: I think I will. Yeah, yeah, I really think I will. I probably get between six and a half and seven and a half hours sleep a night. Um, one, there's there's two things
1: that prevent you that from prevent
0: getting... me. No, that's not actually true. There's three things. Three. There's, the three things that will that have been maybe an obstacle to me going to bed early as early as.
1: But hang on a minute, there's going to bed early, yeah, and then there's being able to sleep for eight hours. That's
0: right. yeah, so reading books, that's yep. how I fall asleep. yeah like i will I will absolutely have to read for a little while before I fall asleep. What's if a little I'm while? reading, well it depends, because if I'm reading a book that I'm loving, yeah, I find it very hard to put down. Yeah. so I might read till eleven o'clock. And then mm. I get up at five and then that's only six hours. So yeah. that's, like, that's a, something I'll need to be aware of. The, other, the two things that will stop me, though, from going to bed, um, like really what turns out to be quite early if I'm getting up at five in the morning, yeah. are drinking alcohol and watching TV. Yep. Both of exactly. those things. Yeah. yeah. Like even if So let's just kind of reverse engineer it. My alarm goes off at five. I'd need to be asleep by nine.
1: For the eight hours. For the
0: eight hours. That means.
1: You need to be in bed. By eight. (laughs) I'll put the kids to bed then.
0: Yeah. Well, the kids go to bed at like half past seven. Yeah.
1: No,
0: no. You know, and we would normally sit down and either have a cup of tea or a glass of wine. We'd watch an episode of something some nights. Like that doesn't, there's no time for that, which is fine. But I just, I think I will find it quite challenging because to me, that feels like my downtime.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So here's – I think I agree. That will be your uh, your two – and look, really, they're only – the reading, I guess, is, yeah, that's going to be an issue. So read crap books for this month. Okay. And with the alcohol and TV, read. you only really do that Friday, Saturday yeah. night, Thursday night, maybe.
0: Yeah. yes. But, like, but if I the have majority
1: I, of the nights, that's not really an issue. No, but
0: if I have a glass of wine at night, that's fine. Like if I'm cooking dinner or whatever, that's not that's no, no, not no, the no. problem. It's
1: sitting down with a good show and.
0: Yeah, but if I have one glass, is not a problem. Like that's not going to keep me wanting oh. to stay awake. But if I have sit down and wait, watching a movie or or a TV show, yeah, and I have a couple of glasses of wine, then, then it's- my party hat comes out. <laughs> I want to stay up. And that- That's weird.
1: It's opposite. I want to fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. I, like
0: I. Yeah. So anyway, I. It's going to be really
1: interesting. What will be really hard for me is that every Sunday night I go to bed at seven thirty <laughs> and have for a number of years, and it's the joke. I'm the butt of jokes. All my family laugh at me, but every Sunday night I'm in bed at seven thirty <laughs> because, well, when I wasn't, when I was working, not for myself but working, I. I saw that as my recharge night, like I needed I needed to have... And I had like 10 hours you
0: got sleep. Ner- you used to get nervous if you yeah. went to sleep because you're like, oh, I'm going to be tired
1: all week. Yeah, so I felt like it was like the the sleep that I just had to have uh, to, to get me ready and firing for the, the rest of the working <laughs> week. That's less of an issue now, but yeah. you're still I, like it's still a night. bit of a habit yeah. on a Sunday night. might not be 7.30, it might be quarter to 8.00. <laughs> Don't go crazy now. So for me, it's going to be hard to keep it at eight hours. I,
0: I think it's <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, if you get a bit at 7.30, I'll wake you up at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> Rise and shine. Yeah. It's, it's going to be really interesting, but I do think that I'll have to watch those two things. Um, I mean, the other option, of course, people are going, you could always get up later. But that, that time in the morning for me is, is gold. For you. gold. Yeah. Like it's my sanity time. Meditation, yoga aside, that is just the time that I really recharge, I think. It's quiet. No one needs
1: me. Are you going to track the quality of sleep like mm, with apps and all nah. that? So I don't think I'm going to do that either. That doesn't
0: really interest me. Nah. Um, we'll
1: just start with eight hours, simple what time do you go to bed? What time
0: do you get up? And yeah, will we'll keep a track of it. Maybe yeah. every week in yeah. the um the show notes, just a really simple, like yeah Number. tally. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, so if you guys are keen, and this is why we did tell you a few days ahead of time, you can shuffle your, you know your <laughs> your commitments around or whatever. And I'm sh- I'm quite certain that there are many people listening who go like that. Actually, is not, is an impossibility for me. Mm. You know, I work out of the home, I leave at seven, I get home at seven. Mm. Um, You know, if I want to spend time with my kids or my partner or my friends or do something social, I'm not home or like in a position to go to bed until nine, but that's not going to work because that's only two hours since getting home. So people go to bed at like 11 and they're getting up at five. You know, so like please don't take this as, you know, as law or um, a judgment on what you're able to do, but rather an experiment in getting more sleep. We're putting eight hours on it, um, partly because of Ariana Huffington's new book, The Sleep Revolution, which if you wanted to listen to as an audio book, head to audible.com slash slow, and you can get it for free with a 30-day thirty um, uh, day membership, trial membership for Audible. And um, eight hours is kind of the number that most people work towards. Yeah. So it's going to be really fascinating. Hashtag slow home experiment if you want to – let us know how you're going. Send us an Instagram photo of yourself sleeping. <laughs> that would be weird. That would be fun. No, thanks. I, I, I am not an attractive sleeper.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm always asleep. That's wouldn't. true.
0: That's true. In the meantime, guys, enjoy your week. And enjoy the last couple of days of the meditation experiment.
1: oh for your ears. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.